0: discomfort, self-judgment, and the anxiety cycle. This is a listener question that I wanted to answer. And so I want to first off thank T for sending this question in and remind all of you that if you have a question that you would like me to talk about on an episode you can send it in to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com and we'll put it in the queue for question and answer episodes. So today I will first read my email that I received from T and then we'll get into answering it. Dear Gina, I hope you are well. My anxiety recovery is going really well since listening to your podcasts. I'm so surprised. I can't believe it as I have struggled for so long in the cycle. I have been practicing face, accept, float, and let time pass technique without self-judgment when uncomfortable feelings arise, which has been amazing. I have noticed that when I try to practice, I have this big blocking thought, which says I shouldn't be feeling or thinking such things in the first place and that I have failed in some way. This comes from the fact that for years I have practiced changing my thoughts to better or good thoughts and beating myself up if my thoughts are bad or not good. I know that this comes from big judgments that I place on my current thoughts and a strong desire to think and feel better. This may be a symptom of being an anxiety sufferer for so long. Also, I have huge judgments against feeling uncomfortable or discomfort and equating it to failing as a good person. This may be actually me going into panic mode when these feelings come up, as there is a strong inner need to do or change something. I know I have some work to do here on the judgments, as they are not allowing me to just accept and float. How do I balance the keen desire to change certain thoughts and feelings related to my past anxiety panic with acceptance and floating. I have always struggled with allowing acceptance of thoughts and feelings before looking to change them. I have a habit of wanting to change them before allowing them to even come up to be processed. However, I have had glimpsing of the beauty of just allowing and floating, and it's an amazing feeling. Please help. Lots of love and thanks for your help, T. Well, let me thank you again, T, for sending that question in. It's filled with the doubt and the self judgment that you are so not alone with. Many, many of us have come through this or are in the thick of it right now. And so let's get going here and see what we can talk about as far as answering these questions. You actually have a number of things in here that I have underlined and I want to get to. I'm hoping that anybody else has uh, this going on in your life, that you also will feel that you are not alone, this self-judgment, you know, we picked it up a long time ago and we didn't even know that we were judging ourselves or causing harm to ourselves. I mean, we wouldn't do that purposefully, but it served us in some way. And that's probably why we continued it. You know, it helped us to maybe stay on a straight and narrow when we were little, but now we have different ways of coping and dealing with life. And so we can move on and deal with uh, things in a different manner. There's all kinds of things that we can do as adults that we couldn't do as children, and we have the ability to make change as an adult. And so we run a wanna- Really dissect this discomfort, the self-judgment, and move out of this anxiety cycle that that keeps us in. I think you mentioned in here, T, that you you, yeah you used to change your thoughts, try to change your thoughts to better or good thoughts, and you would beat yourself up, uh, telling yourself that you were not a good person because you had bad or not good thoughts. Now that's, a lot of that stems from us thinking that the thoughts actually all mean something. We forget and we were not taught that thoughts happen. Many thoughts go through our mind that are not things that we need to put a lot of attention on. They don't require us to do anything and they don't have meaning unless we assign meaning to them. So the actual act of trying to make the thoughts better or good thoughts kind of sets up that dichotomy. So then you have, well, this is good and that's bad, and then there becomes a judgment about it. We can just let let the thoughts be. They happened, they come through us, and we don't have to assign a lot of meaning to them. So that's a place, again, of letting go. And we recently had a podcast about that, about loosening our grip on wanting to control everything. And one of the things we definitely cannot control are our thoughts. They are going to pass through, just let them code ACP after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support our show and tell them we sent you you again you also said here that you have huge judgments against feeling uncomfortable or discomfort and equating that to failing as a good person again you know we pick these things up our our culture is filled with, you know, the per- perfection of a body and mind. And so we have a judgment against ourselves if we feel that are uncomfortable in our body or maybe uncomfortable in a situation. And then we think we're a bad person because we can't handle it or because our body isn't perfect or if it's a thought that we aren't thinking correctly. We need to see that for what it is. That's a, that's outside of us let let yourself settle in to what's important to you. Being uncomfortable, being in discomfort, maybe being sick, maybe having a chronic illness. These are all real things that happen to real people. We cannot control everything. And I think a big piece here for you, T, is being able to loosen your grip on that control because then you're judging yourself because you haven't taken care of it. You didn't control it. Now let me answer T's question a little bit more. One of the things that can keep throwing us back into the whole fear, stress hormone, fear, on and on and on it goes because it feeds each other. The fear feeds the stress hormones and the stress hormones feed the your thoughts. And we can feel like we can't get out of it. And one of the things that throws us back into that loop is the judgment that we inflict upon ourselves. And you can hear it in T's letter. There is a place of I'm not good enough. I, um, I'm i bad for doing this. And this can really keep us off balance. What we need to do here is is begin to learn to let go of that self-judgment. We want to ease the stress levels by being kind to ourselves. This is something that we make a choice to do. No one else is telling us to do this. Well, maybe they are, but you get to say, no, thank you. I think I will treat myself with compassion and kindness. Thank you. So we have to learn to let go of self-judgment, and this can really ease the stress levels. It can ease this stress hormone that's there in the middle of that cycle, the fear, stress hormone, fear cycle, that you can affect that with your thoughts, whether you are being judgmental of yourself or you are being kind and compassionate to yourself, you can make more space for healing by adding in that compassion. What we're doing is interrupting the fear, adrenaline, fear cycle by letting go of the burning desire to change things. And I know we just had another episode a couple, maybe last week about the control about wanting to change things because we think we're supposed to control everything. But by letting go of this, the burning desire to change things, we can interrupt the fear adrenaline fear cycle. And that includes letting go of the discomfort from being anxious. That might be the place you have to start. You have to say, whoa, wait a minute, there I am. I'm getting down on myself because I'm anxious or because I feel uncomfortable about being anxious. We take it back as far as you need. Start as small as you have to, but say, wait a minute, maybe I can just give myself a little kindness just right here. Discomfort from the self-judgment leads to the anxiety cycle. So we get the discomfort And then we judge ourselves for it. And then we're right there in the cycle. We haven't interrupted it. And what is that? That's just a trip down the wormhole. So rather than allowing this to continue to spiral downward, we can, with our awareness of the self-judgment, make another choice. This is the pause again. We have to stop, catch ourselves right in the middle of it, and say, wait a minute, I'm doing it right now. Don't get mad at yourself for doing it. Don't judge yourself for doing it. Just make another choice. And we do this over and over and over. We make another choice and we stop feeding the story that we are unworthy. Many of us who have experienced anxiety, panic, um, we've been able to give easily to others, but we find it challenging to give unconditional love to ourselves. And one of the best ways that you can work on this is by using the Metta Meditation, the Loving Kindness Meditation. And I will have a link in the show notes to episode number 387, which is a loving kindness meditation. I hope you will add this meditation to your practice. It will help you melt. It will melt your heart that is frozen from self-judgment. Letting go of the desire to change is difficult. I know, T, you were talking about you have that burning desire to change things. And that's a difficult thing to change until you actually start spending time consciously aware of it. And you catch yourself in the middle of it. And then you catch yourself sooner and sooner and sooner. And eventually you'll find yourself, even before you react Knowing that you have a choice and deciding to take a different path. We cannot speed up the healing process that requires letting go as part of the rep- recipe. So much of healing from anxiety seems counterintuitive because we cannot live out the same reactions that brought us to the overwhelming stress levels if we are to heal so so much of our life that we have been living that we it just has become habit rote or intuitive to us it it seems wrong to make those changes but that's what we must do we must take a different path we must pause and see that we are going down a path of harming ourselves with self-judgment and stopping it taking a breath and being just simply kind to ourselves. It isn't a lot more than that, than treating yourself as you would treat someone else who was in the same predicament. And now for today's quote. Self-judgment continues to arise, but the fact that I made a conscious commitment to recognize it has helped me stop feeding the story of being unworthy. And that's from Tara Brock. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.